Okay, this is Wait What, uh, the podcast. As you can tell from our awesome theme music, which we didn't have until we finished recording our first episode. So we haven't talked about that yet, but we, oh, yeah. we love it. <laughs> that was done that. by a dear, dear friend of ours. <laughs> and we think it sounds awesome. And if you don't like way. it, too bad. <laughs> yeah, so right. that is what's new. Um how was your day? What's going on with you? You know, I had a potluck. Oh, wait, who are you? Oh, I'm Julixa. <laughs> and I'm Claire. So that's us. You had your potluck. You got to eat good food that other people made. No, nobody made anything this time. They were all lazy. Okay, you still got good food. You sent me a picture of it. I mean, I had pizza. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I watched Criminal Minds all day. And then I nannied. All right, well, I'm just going to hop right into my case. Hold on. We didn't talk about our drinks at all. Uh, we're drinking our margaritas, and if you follow our Instagram, then you'll know about these, because I posted the recipe on Thursday, and we're gonna actually do that, so you can drink what we're drinking, if you want. It's very sweet. It is, yeah. Not, uh, not our typical drink. We probably won't go. I mean, it's hard for us to do that, because we usually drink, um, like, seltzer water mixed with liquor, basically. <laughs> we usually prefer less <laughs> calories. Yeah, that's true. Like those skinny, and then also, like, if it's sweet, like, hangovers are worse. That's true. I don't like sweet sugar and alcohol usually, but it's fun and I love puns. So, (laughs) I mean, it's actually pretty good though. I like it. Yeah, it's just, it's like, I mean, yeah, it's pretty good. I would try it if I were you. (laughs) Say it's worth it. Oh, and our Instagram is at wait what podcast official. If you want to follow us, we post something there every day. And when we drop our episode, all of our pictures are on our Instagram page. And also on Twitter, which is the same handle. So <laughs> The same handle. Yes, yeah. you know, Unity. Yep. And all of that is me. So, And I'm Claire. <laughs> <laughs> and if you could not tell. <laughs> so if something over there is fucked up, blame me. Odds Always. are it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, last week I said Ecclesiastics instead of Ecclesiastes when I was talking about the Bible. I'm sorry, I don't know about the Bible. <laughs> I tried my best, yeah. I don't, I, my apologies. It's if anyone happen. was super offended about that, <laughs> this might be the wrong podcast for you. <laughs> but yeah, that was a fuck up, so. Won't, won't will happen again, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> you know, no one talked to us about it, we're fine. Okay, and I think actually we're both, are we both doing murders this week again? No. Oh, Wow, okay, well, that's what happens when you assume. So my you bad. You make an ass out of yourself. And you. I, I just prefer you. <laughs> we don't think we'd escape that we're both assholes. <laughs> but please, go ahead. Okay, so my case takes place in Fort Worth, Texas in the Beautiful early place. 2000s. You know, I haven't been, but I haven't let's been road trip it. But what that's fucked up has not happened in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> that was my Texas accent, if you couldn't tell. I couldn't. <laughs> That's your, like, go-to accent for literally everything. I'm not good at accents. <laughs> okay. So we're in Texas where a mother of three, Hope Yabar, was losing Ooh. her third battle with cancer. Oh, no. She had caskets 
flowers picked out. She had bought cemetery plots already for her whole Damn. family. Oh my god, she was, this reminds me, sidebar really quick. <laughs> of Let when, me interject. <laughs> when I was at um, my uh, family reunion this summer, when mm-hmm. I went to South Dakota, uh, we were like at, like my family's all from Ireland or whatever, and we were at like our ancestral cemetery area or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, it was dumb. I didn't want to be a part of it, but we're touring this cemetery where a bunch of my relatives that I never met are buried. I'm sorry. You're touring a cemetery. Is this, like, to, like, be closer to them or just to... I don't understand. I don't know. <laughs> it's like a... Like, the whole thing was very strange. It was like I was meeting with, like, Ireland's fandom for the week. This is the strangest, like, people with an Irish fetish. And, like, you're so American. That's, like, like white people, though, where they're, like, when they do those, like, tests where they send in to get their DNA results back, and they're, like, I'm 23% Finnish and, like, 4% Swedish. Yeah, I mean, like, my great-grandparents were born in Ireland, so it's not that far removed, but these people were further removed. I don't know. It was weird. The whole thing was weird. But anyway, we're touring the cemetery where all these people are buried, and it's all these old white people that I'm walking around with, and one of my family members, like, super far removed, it's a phone call from somebody who couldn't make it to the reunion, and the reason that she couldn't make it is because her husband, who is, like, the direct descendant of the family, is dying, and she's calling for this one person who was there to pick out her cemetery plot, as we're all there, touring the cemetery. What? Yes, and she makes a big announcement to the group, like, uh, hey, I'm gonna go ahead and call this plot right here next to Great Uncle Arthur from Ireland, and everybody's like, what is happening? They're like, first of all, he's dying? Second of all, what? Yeah, it was just very strange, the whole thing. Like, the weirdest people. You know, when I think about me dying, I'm like, burn me. I don't want to be in the ground. Like, just burn me, throw me around somewhere, don't keep me in your house, like, on your fireplace mantle. Well, what I always say is when I die, just roll me in a ditch and pretend I never happened. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's my ultimate goal <laughs> you know what we both know i'm gonna outlive you so you got it <laughs> thank you okay hope you bar so hope you bar is dealing with um that like flowers picked friend that's ibarra ibarra <laughs> well i've been corrected on the spot but you know what i like ibarra better so <laughs> okay whatever <laughs> let me float my own boat um so she has that going on, and if that wasn't enough, her youngest child was born premature and spent the beginning of her life, like, in the hospital. Did she have cancer when she was pregnant with her youngest child? No. Oh. So... I don't know if that's, like, a factor of premature birth, so I was just wondering. I'm actually not sure if that is or not, but she didn't have it then, so her youngest child was born and spent, mo- like, the majority of, like, the first couple of months in there, because she was born, like, two pounds. Like, in the hospital? Mm-hmm. And two so pounds. she was only two pounds when she was born. And then later she was right. also um, diagnosed with cystic fibrosis, oh which is a God. terminal disease. Um, so this was going on and it gained media attention. Yeah. Because <laughs> I bet. the mom had like was battling cancer and the daughter was fighting this terminal disease. Oh, the daughter has cystic fibrosis. Mm-hmm, the oh, daughter. Okay. Yeah, she was later diagnosed with it. And so they pretty much go on like the news and they're talking about like how she just wants to die with dignity. What year is this? Uh, it's, like, early 2000s. So there probably wasn't a GoFundMe. It was, like, 2007. No, there wasn't, but, uh, people did raise $100,000 for her. Yes, people. (laughs) So they raised that money for her. Um, so things kind of are going okay, like, she hasn't died. Sorry, I interrupted you, but who was asking for death with dignity? Was it the daughter or the mom? No, the mom. The daughter is, like, 
four. Like oh, okay. Like five at okay. this point. Um, so Hope's mother kind of starts to grow suspicious of her daughter and that if her daughter actually has an illness. Her be- four-year-old daughter? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, no, like, Hope's mother. So, like, the daughter's grandmother. Oh, okay. Starts okay. to grow suspicious of her daughter and, like, her behavior because Hope never wants her around. Holy shit, is this in lunch houses? <laughs> yes, girl. Yes. Yes, okay. <laughs> so, um, And by proxy? Can you let me finish? Okay, okay. And so, uh, so she informs Hope's husband, and they do kind of, uh, they retest the daughter, and they catch Hope trying to, like, contaminate the results. So the way, the reason they thought that the daughter had it is because when you test for cystic fibrosis, you have, um, higher sodium levels. <laughs> me? <laughs> so, <laughs> My diet is just soy sauce. They're like, <laughs> these sodium levels are through the roof. <laughs> And so they catch Hope, like, trying to mess with it, and they uh, find that the daughter does not have cystic fibrosis. Oh, my god! And that for the last, like, four years of her life, she has just been, um, let's see, she, when she was a baby, an infant, like, was trying to gain weight, she had, like, a feeding tube, and she would water down that so that she wouldn't gain weight. No! She would also bleed the daughter so that what? blood levels would align with cystic fibrosis. She would give her um, nasal sprays as well so that the sodium levels would match up because I guess that does something. Interesting, okay. Um, she also used to work at a lab before she was fired. Because, Classic, okay. Yes, she was, a, she was like a chemist. She got like a degree. Like, cool. She was a chemist and she sold pathogens that she was giving to her daughter to make her sick. Damn it, badass science ladies <laughs> using your power for evil. So, um, as Claire guessed it, she has Munchausen by proxy which is a mental illness um, where caregiver, usually a mother, either fakes or exaggerates an illness of a child to just gain attention. Did she? Okay, um, okay I won't ask. I'll let you tell her. <laughs> to gain attention. Um, and because of this, the daughter did undergo unneeded surgeries. Oh, that's so crazy to me. Yeah. Because it's all, like, you don't realize how subjective everything is that leads up to you getting the medical treatment you get. Like, if you don't accurately report your symptoms, you won't get Yeah, and, like, I mean, the way people who, like, have Munchausen by proxy get away with this is, like, when doctors start to catch on, they just move to a new doctor. So if one starts, like, seeing, like, something's kind of fishy, and that's exactly what she did. And she kept all of this from her husband, which she was married. And, like, the husband, like, in, like, his interviews, he would be like, I had some suspicions, but she seemed like she was taking care of it. Oh, I was like... (laughs) I didn't feel like dealing with that today, so <laughs> I put that off. So we also find that she <laughs> didn't have cancer, but she did commit to her role by um, shaving her head, arms, and eyebrows. Oh, dang. Do your eyebrows fall? Uh, yeah, well, you lose, like, all, like, hair. Like, you use, like, like, lashes as well. Really? Yeah. I guess I'd never... I mean, I, like, don't have any personal experience with it, except for, like, a coworker. Okay. Um, and she, yeah, she didn't have any. Okay, so she never even had cancer the first time. No, and this wasn't even like How where did her make a tumor. She, um, she did have malignant to like tumors that like she would show people, and she like would just like travel away, like check out my tumor. Her family would ask like to go to chemo like treatments with her, but she would make up excuses. Okay, so she wasn't diagnosed with cancer. She was just saying that she had cancer. Yeah, that's one of those weird things where you think it's like in a database somewhere, but it's not because that's no. like against HIPAA like you can't and the thing to me is like which is good but yeah crazy so she did that and um that's not even her lies like kind of like that's where they kind of started but she also while she was going through this said that she was uh pregnant 
while she had cancer with twins who she named Alexandria and Alex, and that she lost them at five months. I hate those names. They're too similar. Well, yeah. a girl twin could never go by Alex. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but they were also imaginary, so... <laughs> I'm just saying, if they're imaginary, go wild. But she did this by, like, going online and getting, like, sonograms of, like, twins. And then she also took 2500 from her savings to have a funeral. You just never think, like, how easy it is to fool people because, like, you just wouldn't. Well, no one expects, yeah, no one expects, like, a mother and, like, everyone describes her as, like, just, like, so caring, you know? Yeah, of course. And so really she really spent that. a lot of time. But then also... Check out this tattoo that she got afterwards. Oh, no, is this her? So she got wings on the back and then five stars for each of her children. Oh, my God. For the two twins that died as well. She looks like if, um, like, Lily from Harry Potter had gotten with Snape instead (laughs) of James and this was Harry. Okay, but do you know what I recognized from this? Is that she has green eyes. Just like Harry Potter. (laughs) I think more he like still she has his mother's eyes. <laughs> I think more like she could be green eyes. <laughs> From my other case. I'm relating it back. I she they might be green, but they're also crazy. I don't think No, they are crazy. Okay. So she is sentenced to um ten years. Um and she should be getting out like October twenty nineteen. So what is she's like charged with child abuse? Yeah, like child endangerment. And so while she was in jail, she's still getting attention because they interview her for uh, like a TV show. And in this interview, it's like Star Glam. I don't know. I can post it later. Okay. So they interview her for this show where she claims to have lost all memory of, like, abusing her daughter. (laughs) Me too. From a diabetic Every time I do something bad, can't remember. (laughs) Sorry. Is she diabetic? I don't know. (laughs) It seems like, I mean, in other cases of Munchausen's, usually there's, like, a... Not usually. I don't want to say usually. In cases that I've seen, it seems like there's a case of something real that happens that triggers it. Like, I would have assumed that her, like, first bout with cancer was real and then she continued it. Or, like... No, but, like, from what I've found, it's, like, her family has always claimed that she's kind of lied. Okay. So that's not, like, where it first started, so it's hard to tell. I did see something, but I only saw it in one source, so I wasn't sure, that her dad talked about, like, she was, um, she had, had seizures growing up. And so uh, they couldn't tell, like, if she was faking those or not. Like, if the first one was real, like, if she was diagnosed with it, but then, like, would kind of do them, like, when she wanted. Oh. So. That's crazy. That, that may have been the start of, like, those little kids who hold their breath until they pass out. That's scary. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's, I don't know. Learn Something really freaky mechanism. about people who are, like, manipulative well, in a way where they hurt Do you themselves. remember, though, too, like, in middle school, like, when people were playing, like, that pass-out game? Yeah. Yeah. And, like people died I, yeah i remember because you know, my dad was a teacher at the middle school and he was like don't ever do this and i was like what is that you're the one telling me about this <laughs> dad i don't talk to people i don't know about this as a member of the popular crowd i did not participate down in the in that. library word doesn't get around <laughs> yeah um so a quote that was from like this interview also was there were a lot of things i could have done that would have straight up killed her <laughs> But she chose not to, so... Thanks, Hope. That's because she wanted to keep her well of attention. Exactly. I mean, the whole reason she did anything was like, huh, people, you know, like, my daughter was born premature, I got all this attention for that. I don't want that to go away. Induce premature labor? 
I mean, there's certain things that, yeah, like, I, but I feel like it's, like, she could have done it. But, like, if something, like, traumatic, like, say, like, a car accident or, like... <laughs> the pass out game for it to happen then yeah but i don't think you can actually like i don't know if she would have known how it also seems too risky like that early to have a two pound baby i don't know any stats but i don't i mean that's very very premature but your baby doesn't do like it's actual growing until like the last like two months like weight wise oh, so babies okay. are pretty small like people have those apps and they're always posting you know like my the babies, size of your baby yeah. <laughs> my baby's an avocado <laughs> like my baby's the size of an olive and their bump is like a watermelon <laughs> like what <laughs> it makes no sense but i love it um and her family has yet to speak to her as well like her whole family like her whole family like no one's willing to communicate with her i mean is the little girl okay yeah she's okay she like you know after her mom stopped bleeding her. Yeah. She was able to recover. Yeah. I mean, that's good news to hear, I guess, that you don't have cystic fibrosis, although she's really too young to appreciate it. I mean, just, she's going to ask about her childhood later and be like, um, why was I in the hospital? <laughs> why is every photo of me in a hospital gown? That's so crazy. Because you can't even lie. I mean, it takes, she Googles her mom one time and there she is. Yeah. And, like, the dad won't, like, release his first name anywhere to, like, try to keep privacy for the Good. kids. And I'm assuming the kids' names are not. Yeah, no, you can't find the kids' names. Except for the fake twins. <laughs> Forever in our hearts. <laughs> wow, okay. So that was my case. That was crazy. I I was, like, the whole time, I was just like, wait, what are you doing now? <laughs> Hold up, what? <laughs> are you sure this is the path you want to take? Dang, okay. So she's in prison now for 10 years, you said? She will be out October of 2019, so, like, in a year. It's weird. I feel like people with Munchausen's, like, should go to prison, but also after that into psychiatric care. I mean, she, like, says that she wants to, like, see a therapist, but, like, all the things on it are, like, you need, like, intense therapy. Yeah, like, like I remember from my psych courses, like, there's not a high rate of... Uh, changing or modifying that behavior. Ah. <laughs> as many in, as but, but, you know what? Her name is Hope. So there's always... <laughs> there's always Hope. hope. Ibarra. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell me about your case. Okay. My case is the assassination of Kim Yong-nam. Do you know about this? No. But I... North Korea? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Geography? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. It happened February 13th, 2017. And it was... Oh, that was recent. Yeah. It was all over the place. I'm sure you heard about it. I, like... You know, I try and keep up with my current events. <laughs> I mean, I always listen to NPR in the car. That's where I get everything. But I also tend to zone out while I'm in the car. So, <laughs> kind of like, uh So, I knew about this and I knew, like, the vague outline of it. But I didn't know really any details. Like, I was pretty much shocked by everything that I read about. Okay. Okay. So, uh, just, like, a little bit of background. Um, so, I'm just gonna call him Yong Nam. <laughs> and every, every time I was doing this, I was when like... When you say Nam, though, I'm like, food? Nom Nam. Yong Nam. The YMCA. You know that song? Nothing. <laughs> Did you ask me if I know that song? <laughs> I assume you're familiar with YMCA, this song. <laughs> It's fun to stay at the Y-M-C-A. Exactly, yeah. So literally every time I wrote his name, I was like, Yong Nam. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got Yong it now. Nam, yeah. 
You know, I'm not going to lie, that took me a bit. <laughs> so his relation is that he's Kim Jong-un's half-brother. So Kim Jong-un's father is Kim Jong-il, and he had multiple mistresses. So these are two sons of his who are half-brothers. Kim Jong-nam is... <laughs> sorry, nam-nam. <laughs> Jong-nam is actually uh, older than Jong-un. And he was going to be the heir to Young Il. But the family fell out of favor for kind of a multitude of reasons. Like, Young Nam has this uh, reputation of being kind of, um, like, flamboyant with his money. And Is he a bad boy? <laughs> like, he likes to spend a lot of family. money. Um, Who doesn't? Yeah. Money I don't have, <laughs> I don't but... Even have it and I'll spend it. <laughs> Um, and Young Il saw him as being weak or appearing to be weak, which is worse. Um, <laughs> Toxic masculinity. <laughs> yeah. But kind of the event that pushed it over was in the early 2000s, Young Nam and his family were uh, caught trying to leave the country illegally. Or they were either caught leaving or entering. They were going to Japan. They were using false passports. And they were trying to go to uh, Tokyo Disneyland. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Just exactly how I would fall out of favor. <laughs> I've heard of Tokyo Disneyland. Like, when I was in Bellingham, one of the um, people I was friends with, that was, like, her first date with her husband. Tokyo Disneyland? Yeah, because she she's a, she's American, but she went to um, Tokyo to, like, teach English, and that's, like, where she oh met her God. husband. Who doesn't do that? <laughs> like, if you get your bachelor's degree in English, the first thing you do is go to a different country and teach English for a year. Like, literally everybody. I mean, travel. Yeah, I guess. I would do it. <laughs> I'm not making fun of it. I think it's cool. Here's me judging. I'm not Here's judging. me doing it. <laughs> I'm just saying a lot of people do it. I'm not judging it. Tone. <laughs> I can't control it. I'm sorry. Okay, so this is kind of like the final straw. And uh, obviously, Yong Eun becomes the predecessor of Yong Il. So in North Korea, like, you can't leave, right? That's, That's why he was using a fake passport. Um, yeah, I I mean, the, like, I don't know if they're considered a royal family, but the ruling families and those who are higher up obviously have a lot more freedom is not equal. <laughs> uh, so they, I think they can leave or they're, I mean, kind of the impression that I got is that they all have a lot of fake passports and they're getting these fake passports from the North Korean government. Okay. Like, that, I mean, I could be totally wrong, but that's just from my basic research, kind of, what I was seeing happening. Um, okay. So, the day of the attack, Yongnam is in a Malaysian airport, and at this point, he's exiled from North Korea. He doesn't live there anymore. You know, I feel like something more happened. I'm sure it did, but everything is, like, behind closed doors. Yeah. You're yeah. right. Yeah. So, there's, there's no way to know, but, um... He's in a Malaysian airport, on his, and he's on his way to the island of Long Kauai, and it's like a resort island. Um, <laughs> Exile must be so hard. <laughs> I mean, I think he's still significantly wealthy, but I mean, I don't super know. Um, and he was traveling under the pseudonym Kim Chol, so he has a fake passport. Way to change it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so They'll never find me. <laughs> I mean... Okay, so he has the passport, Kim Chol, and this is a name that he's used before. Okay, so he's in this airport, Smart. and he's in the Kuala Lumpur airport. I don't know if that really matters, but it's 9 a.m., and two women approach Yong Nam, and they 
smear his face with a liquid and then cover his face in a towel that also has liquid on it. Um, oh. Yeah, and then they walk away. They leave. And Yang Dong comes up, goes up to a receptionist in the airport and is like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was assaulted? <laughs> yeah, like something just happened to me. Um, and then he starts to experience symptoms of poisoning, basically. Mm. Yeah, so he's vomiting and what you would expect from a poisoning victim, basically. Um, and so, obviously, paramedics and healthcare professionals are called. And I saw kind of different things from different sources. So, um, it sounds like he died before he got to the hospital. But there's also testimony at the trial from the nurse and doctor who treated him. Which would mean he was in the hospital. Oh. But I don't... I mean, it could just work totally differently in Malaysia. I don't know. I mean... With such a high-profile case, I wonder, like, if they would, like, lie and, like, say... I don't... Yeah, there are a lot of contradicting cases and details. I'm sure just any reporting on it, especially, like, being who he was. Exactly, yeah. It's very... Everything's kind of hush-hush and, like... I mean, the, um... The article where I got most of my information was from Business Insider, which was kind of a strange (laughs) website I thought to have, like, a political article. But it's, like... (laughs) Led me down a rabbit hole... But, yeah, every single um, kind of fact that they, that they said was basically, they were like, it was rumored that this happened. Like, you can't confirm it. Yeah, there's not a lot of concrete anything. Um, so, kind of unclear on how long it took him to die and exactly where he was when he died. Um, but the two women that approached Yang Nam and put this stuff on his face were caught on camera. So, there's a video of the attack happening. And they were quickly apprehended and brought in for questioning, like oh, within really? a day, yeah, of Yang Nam's death. Um, and their names are Duan Thi Huang, she's Vietnamese, and um, CB Asia, who's Indonesian. Um, so they're brought in for questioning, and then this is where it gets kind of weird because both of the women claim that they believed that they were on a Japanese game show. I'm sorry, a hidden camera prank show. And it's, like, they... Okay, I've seen videos of Japanese game shows, and they are wild. Yeah, they are Like, the wild. one where the people, are like, are in, like, these tight bodysuits that are different colors, and, like, there's, like, these stairs that, like, they're all trying to climb up, but, like, they're <laughs> impossible to climb, and then they all slide down and just fall at each other. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm, like, what? This is making me think of fucking New Girl when Winston has that storage locker full of Japanese game show winnings. Oh, no, it's not Winston. It's Allie. Oh, it's Beyonce it? okay. who has it. And they spend... The, get your new girl back straight. <laughs> okay. And they spend the whole day playing with them. I mean, what else are you going to do? There was a giant horse. I mean, like, just a rocking horse. Like, did yeah. Did Winston play basketball, though? Like, overseas? In Lafayette? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. I won't even talk about a new girl again. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> I won't. Okay. Um, so the women, to this day say that they think they were on this hidden camera Liars. Um, okay. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so, Asia, um, has spent the weeks leading up to the attack being paid by a group of, they call them handlers, everywhere I looked, um, a group of men, and these men all claim to be, uh, Japanese or Chinese, but they were later found out to all be North Korean. And she is doing, she's been flown by these men to different locations, and they're paying her 100 to 170 U.S. dollars to walk up to Chinese-looking men 
and smear liquid on their face. Oh, so yeah. she's an assassin and she doesn't even know it. Yeah, so it's been weeks of her doing this game show. I feel like I still think she's lying. Because I don't think that she is. I for you to just do that and never have heard of the game show or like where it wasn't more of a production thing and you're okay. just like hee hee, like you have no winter. I mean, okay, like, I wasn't gonna like mention this, but I saw one source that said that she was a sex worker. And multiple sources that both said that the two women were um, very poor before. Um, yeah, like they, this was a great job opportunity for them. Yeah. Okay, and then the and other I mean, thing is. You're not going to question it as much. Yeah, so this trial is ongoing, and they're both in Malaysia charged with murder, and if they um, are found guilty. I don't even know how Malaysia's rules are. Like, if they're found work. guilty, being charged with murder is an automatic death penalty. Yeah. <laughs> so, to me, it seems like they were used in pawns and something that they did not know was happening. And one of the girls is wearing, um, I think it's Dwan, but I don't know for sure. One of them is wearing this white sweatshirt on the day of the attack that just says in, like, really big letters, LOL, on the <laughs> front of it. <laughs> and I just saw, like, <laughs> me at everything, <laughs> you Your cat just died? LOL. LOL. <laughs> You want me to murder someone? LOL. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. And then I just saw, like, one little thing that made me laugh, that the designer of the sweatshirt had released a statement, and it was like, well, she looks stylish. <laughs> well, my clothes are fabulous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I... Great press for him, though. <laughs> for her. <laughs> I feel like mixed. <laughs> I mean, any kind of press is good press, right? I don't know. I have no press, so... <laughs> I'm your friend. I would love to be pressed. Um, what am I saying? I, I feel bad for the girls. I don't know. I could be just totally hoodwinked because they're both young and pretty and facing death, but... Yeah. I, yeah, I don't it's, know. It's just hard to know. And then they both, like, they kept up thinking they were in a game show after they got arrested, or at least Asia did. That was, like, I saw a source saying that Asia thought that the arrest was part of the prank. Oh, no. Yeah, like, continued on being like, you guys haven't paid me yet for that last one. And then when they showed her... Oh, sweetie. Yeah, they showed her a newspaper article saying Yang Nam had been assassinated, and she broke down crying. Oh, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> Men are trash. <laughs> I mean, it could all be an act, but I just... They, <clears throat> ugh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, my... I guess my overreaching thought is just, like, they don't deserve to die, you know? It's, like, I don't... I feel like no one deserves to die unless you have all, like, the facts. You never have all the facts. I do know... Well, I don't know. I I don't know how Malaysia's justice system works, but, um... I know in a lot of other countries, it's, like, guilty until proven innocent. Which... Which is me when starting new friendships. <laughs> me walking into any situation. Uh, that don't, doesn't seem right. Don't like you. Don't like you. Change my mind. <laughs> I dare you. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I didn't look into it. I was just really like, that whole situation is sad, and I don't know what to think about that. Um, okay, so they're still in Malaysia. Trial is ongoing. I mean, they're being held in Malaysian prisons right now. I don't know how that's going. Oh, they're still in prison? Like, it wasn't resolved? Yeah, the trial's ongoing. Oh. Yeah. 
So after this happened, like after he died, the Malaysian authorities performed an autopsy, even though North Korea was like, hey, don't perform an autopsy. They never filed an official, um, a formal protest. So the Malaysian authorities were like, well, (laughs) if you're not going to actually make us not do it, we're going to do it. So they perform an autopsy and it's consistent with um, nerve toxin. Mm -hmm. So they're like, okay, this is from whatever they smeared on their face, on his face. Um, But do you know exactly what it was? I do, yeah. Uh, It's called VX Nerve Agent. VX. It sounds like a cologne. (laughs) Would you like some... VX. VX. Nerve. Ah, I say. Okay. Uh, where was I at? Okay, so this VX nerve agent is the most potent nerve agent. Like, works the fastest and everything. And it's banned by the Chemical Weapons Convention of 1993, but North Korea didn't ratify this convention. So. <laughs> not surprised. And they're not, um. They're not a part of anything, are they? Not really. <laughs> they keep pretty, uh, to themselves. Um, but it's believed that they have a stockpile of VX. Um, and the kind of theory is that each of the girls had, it's called VX2 when they do it this way, they had two, um, non-lethal ingredients of VX, and then when combined on Yangnam's face, they became lethal, because neither of the girls died. Oh, and they were the ones, like, those... I'm assuming what's, like, on kind of, like, your hands is on, like, your face, though, but, like, just the way... What do you mean? Well, like, you said they had, like, a cloth, right? Yeah. Like, rubbed it on his face. So, like, the saliva on his face? Like, sweat? But, I mean, you probably have sweat on your hands. What are you saying? Well, like, how they rubbed it, because, like, they didn't die, but he did. So, like, what on his face? they each had two different ingredients of it. Oh. Like, they each had one half of the VX recipe. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, like it wasn't combined with something on his face. Okay, I thought it was like combined with something on his face. Yeah, I see what you mean. I was like, what you mean? (laughs) (laughs) You wrong. (laughs) What is you saying? (laughs) Okay, so yeah, that's kind of like the theory. But then I would also think that the second girl would get the first girl's ingredients on her fingers also. Maybe the cloth barrier was enough. I guess, yeah. But the other thing is this area of the airport wasn't cleaned out for like until a week after the attack. And I don't know why, but that was mentioned. Um... And VX has a really strong staying power and is very deadly. So it was just Hmm. kind of interesting. Like, none of the hospital staff or anything died either. That is interesting. Yeah. But, I mean, it's pretty, like, people are convinced that it is this chemical agent. Yeah. Um, Okay. And then also when um, Malaysia did this autopsy against North Korea's wishes... North Korea kept 11 Malaysian citizens in North Korea and wouldn't let them return home. Ah. Yeah. (laughs) And then I found on this Business Insider, like, article, it was, like, later, two of the Malaysian citizens were allowed to return home. It's unknown what happened to the other nine. No, you can't do that. I was like, what? How is it unknown? You can't do that. They... Did nothing. Okay, and then some other just strange things. But also, like, if they were that against them doing that, why didn't they do something formal about it? Yeah, exactly. So that, um, that's fishy. I don't know, though, because it's, like, 
I don't know. It seems like North Korea just doesn't want to uh, play by the rules of other countries. They're like, you should just listen to me. Yeah, exactly. I shouldn't have to go through that hoop. Yeah, I'm picturing like a little baby man, like pounding his fist, being like, listen to me. A baby man, you say? (laughs) Could you be speaking? Oh, after the autopsy, like, became public and Malaysia was like, yeah, it was um, a nerve toxin. Um, North Korea responded by saying, you're wrong. It was a heart attack. Yang Nam has had heart issues in the past, and this whole thing is a smear campaign against North Korea. How old was this he? Uh, oh, I actually don't know. He had a son who was in his, like, 30s, but I don't know. Oh, I was actually picturing him, like, in his 20s or 30s, so... No, he's, um, he's older than Kim Jong-un. For some reason, I'm still picturing him in his 20s or 30s. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know, 100%. I don't know, you said Disneyland, and I was like... That was early 2000s that they were going to Disneyland, and he could have been taking his children to Disneyland also. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I realized the way I phrased it was like, he just really wanted to go on Magic Mountain. But, <laughs> and I'm like, can't blame you. <laughs> but yeah, he could have had his family with him. I don't know. Okay. I, like, information on this is so That's difficult. interesting, too, because like, if he was in the airport, it was just him. Like, his family wasn't with him? Mm-mm. I mean, and I feel like as they, far as I saw, they were I mean, like, I feel like they would have had to known that, like... Known that he was there or known that he wasn't with his like family? Like, known that he wasn't with his family. Like, that he would be alone and, like, easy to get, like, right at the airport. Well, there's one, um, Asia, one of the girls, uh, had been, like, en route to a different country where, um, I think it was where Yangnam was living. They were headed that way. And then they heard that he was in Kuala Lumpur, so they went there instead. So it's oh, like, so she was flying already and, like, made that stop yeah, and it's four men who were telling these two girls what to do. And they know their names, but they haven't found them. And I'm sure the names weren't real. I think they are real. Like, you think they would have used real names? No, they, they didn't. They told the girls that their names were, like, James and Chon, I think, were what oh. they said. But that wasn't, they found out their real names because they said that they were Japanese and really they were North Korean. Okay. Yeah. So, so they, they probably, like, identified them picture-wise. Yeah. So they know who they were and they have pictures of them, but they haven't found them. But they're in North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> kind of hard to find them there. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so North Korea's like, it was a heart attack. And everybody's like, uh, probably not. And <laughs> nice try, North Korea. Some other, yeah, some other things that kind of debunk that theory is that uh, Yangnam had supposedly, allegedly, hypothetically met with a U.S. official a few days before he died. Okay, I, that was going to be my next question to you was, why did they assassinate him? Yeah, because it seems like the U.S. and China or the U.S. or China, was trying to take out Yang Un and replace Yang Nam mm. for him. Yeah. And he was also found with 120000 U.S. dollars on him. 120000 U.S. dollars? Yeah, so What the, I could do with that money? <laughs> pay off my debt. <laughs> so the... <laughs> Loans up to here? <laughs> yeah. So the theory kind of is that he was paid for information that he gave the CIA. You know, I mean, I would think that he would be under better custody, but I guess, like, after you do that, you just, like, go off. Um, And he also had, and I only saw this one place, and it seemed very strange to me, um, he had the antidote for VX toxin with him, which is atropine. It's not, like, only for VX toxin. he suspected it? Yeah, like, he suspected a chemical attack. 
But then why didn't he use it? They did administer atropine, but it was too late. But also, but if he had it with him, why didn't he do it like right away? Like if you start I, throwing up, I don't you're know. Like, hmm, maybe it was poisoned, and I don't know if he had it in a way that was like injectable or like because you're not gonna walk through the airport with needles, you know. Well, I mean, I feel like all airport security is different. I feel like it's not that different. Well, Malaysia, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. That I mean, I only saw that one place, and when I saw that, I was like, how could that be true, that you had yeah, atropine I, on Yeah, I feel you? like I doubt that. I did see that he was treated with atropine after. Which is even interesting, too, like, they, they would know to treat him with that. and Like, maybe he said that, like, he, like, that's what it was. I mean, I think they would know. This is, like... But, I mean, they, they didn't know it was the, um... Oh, I guess that's true, but I... Like they did the autopsy. Um, when I, like kind of saw about atropine is that it's used against nerve agents in general and also insecticides. So it seems to me that it was kind of, um, as they're running through their typical treatments, mm. they'd be like, atropine. So just like you're like, let's do this, let's do this. I do know um, the way that nerve agents work is that they, um, eventually you can't breathe out because your whole body, like everything is turned on. Does that mean, like, you can't... Turned on? You can't unclench. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Me immediately clenches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you, uh, you end up suffocating, um, just because you can't get new air in, because you can't breathe out the air you have in. Yeah. But he was intubated, but, and I, yeah, I don't know. It's very deadly. Oops. Yeah. Um, but also, it's deadly enough that he should have been dead within moments, and he was able to walk and get help, and start to be transported yeah i mean like you said he walked there and then like he was throwing up and then yeah but uh another thing i only saw one place is that um vx toxin degrades quickly with time and supposedly the north korean supply would be a few years old oh so it could be less potent because of how old it was that's interesting yeah i thought so too So like eventually be useless like to even have a stockpile yeah, but um, I think they also have the ability to make more. So I'm like, why? So would they... why would you have a stockpile? Yeah, and why would you not send your fresh stuff if you're trying to kill this guy? But there's also supposedly they had tried to kill him in 2012 by hiring a Chinese tax driver to do a hit and run. But it turned like he just happened to not be in the city when they wanted him to be in the city. And the reason, <laughs> Darn. That, yeah, the reason that they know that is because some. Uh, like a North Korean agent defected to South Korea. Defected, he escaped to South Korea. <laughs> and uh, he was like, "Peace, my dudes. <laughs> Thanks, but no, I'm gonna leave. Oh, I have the option to get out. <laughs> okay, I quit. <laughs> but thanks for the memories, even though they weren't that great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that crazy case that happened literally in 2017. Political subterfuge, nobody knows what's happening, and two young women are on trial for political That's assassination. so sad. Yep. But also so interesting. Like, I'm upset for them. And it's interesting to me, too, that, like, if it was them, that they didn't stop trying to get him. What like, do you mean? Well, because you said, like, there was, like, a possible attempt in 2012, and then, like... 2017 so i wonder how many more times they maybe could have tried to like do it and he's always just been running yeah true and he also um i didn't mention this but he has a son who released a video a few days after his death and the video was just like we're hiding in an undisclosed location Mm. we're sad bye
<laughs> so LOL sad. <laughs> yeah. LOL tear. Um yeah. and I have his son's name. Alexa? Oh, yeah. Play Despacito. <laughs> oh my god, that's so sad. His son's name is Kim Han Sol. Like Han, Han Solo. Solo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's really cute. Show me a picture. Okay, let me grab it up. Yeah, so they're hiding. And I don't know, like, about it. Did he have, like, a wife? I guess. I'm just going to say I don't know. Odds are he probably had mistresses. You know, free love. Isn't he cute? Aw, he's adorable. (laughs) He has, like, the glasses and, like, the little front kind of mohawk going. And he's got an earring. Stylish. Yeah, I love him. So there's just no location of him or nothing about his whereabouts? Um, no, but I think he's kind of, like, a, a potential successor of Kim Jong-un. Not, uh, not by Kim Jong-un's choice, though. Does, but wouldn't his kids come first? Yeah, like, uh, Han Sol is, like, a symbol of uprising. Oh my god, this is just oh. like Star Wars. <laughs> when you said symbol of uprising, though, I did think of, like, the Hunger Games. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what's happening. Everything in South Korea is horrible. I mean, North Korea, Jesus Christ. <laughs> South Korea is a beautiful place. I'm Careful. <laughs> I know. So I think that that, uh, that wraps it up for us. It really does. Hope you guys liked. Bye. Bye.